in the backwoods of America. We have climbed the highest mountains, searched the densest forest, dragged the swamps, and scoured the prairies to find our leader, retired U.S. Marine gunny, Bud Cornwell. Liberty, the lifeblood of America. It defines who we are, the sweet land of liberty. The Constitution of the United States of America exists to secure the blessings of liberty. In our history, we've seen war, peace, protest, revolution, all done in the name of liberty. But what does liberty really mean? A modern dictionary defines liberty as freedom from control or restriction. American culture has fully embraced this definition of liberty. But is this true liberty? Is liberty really absolute freedom from all control or restriction? Is it the right to self-indulgence without any public restraint? Does it mean there is no moral standard and anything goes? Is it total freedom with no responsibility? Is this the liberty our country was founded upon? Or was America intended for something more, something greater? Was America established for something greater? You know, it's a really good question to think about. What does greater mean as liberty? Well, it's very simple. Only God has given us the true liberties of the world. No country, no constitution can ever tell us or demonstrate to us as human beings what liberty actually is. Only through God's word. I'll leave that with you. But let's talk about how America went from this liberty, self-identity of lack of government over our lives into this world that we live in today, it had to start somewhere, right? At some point, the founding fathers and the revolution and the people that fought against the tyranny of England began. And then they had a country where they were free. And they had liberty, but still had the government. But the government was very, very small. Not controlling the people, controlling the Constitution of America to distribute what the federal government was responsible for at that time, according to the Constitution. I'm telling you, if you're listening to my voice, 
you have never known true liberty ever in your life. Okay. I got a house, got a car, got this, got that, whatever label you want to put on it. But I'm going to ask you this question. Uh, have you never paid taxes? Had you never had to pay a individual property tax for your house? Have you never responded to product tax, sales tax? You're getting there. I think you understanding where I'm going. See, before a certain time frame that I'm going to talk about, liberty was actually liberty. Where the government was not involved in your life, in your world, didn't have Social Security, just the way it was. The difference is we do not know what true liberty is because every single citizen in this country today has some kind of connection, specifically economically, to the government, including myself. Retirement, if you're a government employee, Social Security, if you're not a government employee. So every person, all of us, at some point is going to connect with the government to take care of us. Take it however you want to. Let's go back to 1933 and 1939. The Wall Street, you know, these rich people in this Wall Street stock world collapsed. And then all of a sudden you had 35% of Americans that couldn't afford to live. Why? Because they depended upon the government. So we have a choice. Do we, at that time, try to increase manufacturing jobs, all that stuff? to give people work to increase and and recover from the economy of the capitalist society we live. No, what we need to do, and which they did, is elect a Democrat president to solve all these problems. As we know, all we need is this, this big, gigantic leader and then all the problems would be solved. So let's go back to 1933 and 1939. Franklin D. Roosevelt. The New Deal. Kind of interesting. So back then you had the New Deal. 
But today, they want to have the Green Deal. Same mentality, same bull crap influencing or coming down to suppress your freedom. So this took place, and the actions was to bring about an immediate economic relief as well as reforms. Oh, God, we must understand the word reform because the American citizens prior to this the reformation of issues was done by the citizens, not by the government. Agriculture, finance, water power, labor, housing, various increasing the scope of the federal government's activities. This is when it started. This is when liberty in America began to be taken away from the citizens. And this is when the citizens of this country started relying on the government instead of themselves, which millions and billions of people throughout history has done before, to figure out how to work towards a better life and produce by producing outside of the federal government capitalism. You need to understand that. Capitalism is not part of the government. Well, all right, I regress. Maybe not then, but it is today. See, you can't be part of the capitalist corporate society unless you're in bed with the government. That's a whole other podcast. Maybe we'll get there someday. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to shut up this big gunny mouth and let you listen to the research, the audio, the video that I can present to you to solve this case at the end of this podcast. If you do not understand that the government of any country, specifically the United States, controlling and or giving you your freedoms, your liberty, then, you know, your head is in the sand. They will never allow you to have liberty. If they give to you, then you must give back. That's the part we must understand. If, if I do something outside of the government, build a garden, cut my grass, then I get the 
responsibility and the acceptance of how that outcome works. But the government does that for me, then I have to rely continuously over and over again for the government to continue to do that process in my life. Therefore, no more liberty. That's how simple this is. So, without further ado, I'm going to play a multiple eclipse all the way down to the last part of the podcast called, yes, I'm bringing it back, the Bonehead Award. You know, the idiots, the ridiculous thinking people, and how absolutely insane these people are as it relates to the world, specifically America. And this one is a great bonehead. You're not going to want to miss this at the end of this podcast. Take a great listen to this so I can pump you up Yes, get you your mindset about how we must protect, understand, defend, fight for true liberty. Take a listen to this. So as we begin, let us take inventory. We are a nation that has a government not the other way around. And this makes us special among the nations of the earth. Our government has no power except that granted it by the people. It is time to check and reverse the growth of government, which shows signs of having grown beyond the consent of the governed. It is no coincidence that our present troubles parallel and are proportionate to the intervention and intrusion in our lives that result from unnecessary and excessive growth of government. It is time for us to realize that we are too great a nation to limit ourselves to small dreams. We are not, as some would have us believe, doomed to an inevitable decline. I do not believe in a fate that will fall on us no matter what we do. I do believe in a fate that will fall on us if we do nothing. We have every right to dream heroic dreams. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. Well, I believe we, the Americans of today, are ready to act worthy of ourselves, ready to do what must be done to ensure happiness and liberty for ourselves, our children, and our children's children. And as we renew ourselves here in our own land, we will be seen as having greater strength throughout the world. We will again be the exemplar of freedom and a beacon of hope for those who do not now have freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. Now, 
Let's take clips from people in this country today that describe liberty. You heard what Reagan said. And by the way, that was the 80s. We're still fighting this, you know, government. And he tells us about that. But today is different. Because the majority, the vast majority, whether you're conservative or not, listen to what I'm telling you. The vast majority of this country rely on the government for their view mind of what is called freedom. After listening to this clip, tell me if you no longer understand what liberty is. Because when I heard this, I'm like, they have no clue. Are you in the same mindset? Let's talk about that after you listen to this. Liberty such a vast concept. Um, for me, particularly, is freedom of speech, um, freedom from discrimination. Freedom of speech and freedom of movement. The rights for basic needs, food, water and education. Be whoever you want to be. Yeah, that's what liberty is to me. Uh, liberty means that the individual is allowed to do what he or she wants to do in society. Freedom to do what I want to do with my life. It's a freedom of speech. That no one can tell you what to do uh, but yourself. The word liberty means to me my rights and freedoms. I like to be able to move around the world without too much hindrance. Uh, freedom of speech, freedom of spirit, freedom of thought, I guess. The most important freedom to me is spiritual freedom. You just know who you are from within, and that's, yeah, that's freedom to me. We should be allowed to say what we want to say. Privacy. The right to marry who I want, which up until a few years ago wasn't possible. Freedom to go have a good education and to use it and for jobs. The right to vote is probably the most important to me. Travelling where I want to travel and when I want to travel, that's important to me. The most important liberty to me is to be who I am and to feel safe while I am being who I am. My liberty role model is Rosa Parks. It's Nelson Mandela. And Sun Suu Margaret Thatcher. Martin Luther King. Suffragettes. Peter Tatchell. Nelson Mandela. Marcus Garvey, Dr. Martin Luther King and Elijah Muhammad. And the most interesting thing about all three of them, they all, they all have different interpretations of what constitutes freedom.
Did you hear any one of those people talk about the Constitution of the United States and the freedoms the Constitution brings to Americans? All you heard about is freedom of speech. Get it? Understand that. Then you have, I want to travel around the world without nobody stopping me. Not in the Constitution. Just an example. See, today people think freedom is just the ability to move around and talk or whatever. See, the the government in every country can control that. That's why we have the Constitution. The Constitution does not control people. It gives them the liberties and the freedoms to be who they are. And there are 27 amendments to the Constitution. But in 1791, after Congress realized that the Constitution is lacking in the what I call the soul heart of freedom and liberty, they did amendments. It's called the first 10 amendments of the Constitution. Not going to cover them all. The First Amendment, freedom of religion, speech, press, assembly, and petition. What that means is the government, the government of the United States cannot do anything No laws, nothing to prevent that. Where are we now? Freedom of the press. Who controls the press? Freedom of assembly. Who controls Antifa? Freedom of religion. Who controls religion in America? Right to bear arms. Thank God, at least that one, even though they're trying, is still there. Search and seizure. The Fourth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States is you just can't go to somebody's house with some bullcrap document that says you can search and seize your house. Great example. Perfect example. When a judge signs a warrant for a search and seizure process, according to the Constitution, they're looking for a specific crime. Not go into your house, search all the house, and then determine 
what crime you committed. Right of a speedy trial. Sixth Amendment. J6. People that have been held in this country for going on three years without a speedy trial. We can go on and on and on. But this is what we're dealing with. See, the people, a vast majority of the people in the United States doesn't know what true freedom and liberty is. Because the government, our government, has infiltrated and brainwashed these people for so long that the government has now determined what their liberty is, what they can do, even though they feel in their own sick minds that they have liberty. No, what they have is tyranny, but they don't completely understand that philosophy, which, by the way, is, again, not taught in our education system. So, here's how simple this is. You can be a person that understands liberty and freedom according to your God given rights or you can be a person that understands liberty according to the government given rights and that is exactly what these people in America one of them one of them was a muslim english person that came to america Etc. Not saying that you can't be part of any kind of culture. But if you come into America, then you must understand and be part of liberty, freedom, constitution of America. And that's just not what's happening. What's happening is you have so many people coming into this country that vote or want to change us to match the world and socialism. So they think that because America is not socialism, they feel that they do not have liberty and freedom. So the true patriots of America that understand that, that know in their hearts what real liberty is and freedom is, we are fighting for our lives, for our country, for our families, for the ability to be free again from tyranny in America. 
And the best way I can explain this is this. Either fight for liberty and freedom or continue on the route that we have and allow the government to determine what freedom is. This is from Braveheart, one of the greatest movies ever existed. When William Wallace was trying to do the same thing, save his country from tyranny, Scotland and England. Take a great listen to this. And I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men. And free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Right? Against that? No! We will run! And we will live! Alright? Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. I'm dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade? All the days, from this day to that, for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! You may take my life, Mr. Government, but you will never, ever take my freedom because God has given that to me, and I will fight forever for the true freedom that I have that you can and will never give to me because it's tyranny. You, government, determine how I'm going to be free. No, I determine. Mr. Government, how I'm going to be free. We are a people of a nation. We the people. You work for us. You there because of us. And it has been turned on its head in America. And we must fight for freedom once again. So here's the Bonehead Award. Yes, this is some ridiculous person talking about how liberty, freedom, all that stuff has to be subjugated to some type of government. And... This is part of this new world order where they want all of these nations to come together and allow the government to determine your liberties and your freedom.
on this planet. Finally, you can't have liberty or law without force. We know that domestically. We think that internationally. So the final part of the report uh, looks at the role of the use of force and makes three recommendations. The first goes to our national defense policy. And we argue that instead of working for primacy, where the United States basically says to the world, we want to be the biggest country in the world and we don't want anyone to get near us, which we argue creates all sorts of counterproductive uh, reactions, we should be thinking about our military power in conjunction with other liberal democracies so that we should aim for a, a strong balance of military power in favor of the liberal democracies. Europe has 90,000 troops deployed around the world. 90,000 troops, that's a lot. They're in Bosnia, they're in Afghanistan, they're in Africa, uh, they're in Iraq. Without those 90,000, we would be far more stretched even than we are now. We should be thinking about our military power together with other liberal democracies. Two things I want to say about this bonehead, ridiculous people in this world. Number one, she says liberty or law must be through force. What? Are, are you kidding me? Sole government, absolute insane people saying that you have to force liberty or, or force some kind of law on somebody to, to have liberty? What is this crap? It's the new world order. That's how simple this is. And then she talks about how America needs to cave into, you know, supporting or being part of this European nation to support. This is NATO. You understand that? This is people that want to use NATO to enforce the rule of law and liberty on the world. Russia, China, whatever it is. Liberty does not come from a government. It comes from independent people that are free. And when the government does not act on that freedom of their people, this is what happens. We are so close to World War III, atomic World War III, that many people don't understand that. And it's not because the freedom-loving people of all of these nations do not want that. What it is, is because of the power and the control of all these nations. Saying, you cannot have liberty unless we have this war against all of these non-NATO countries. Stand by. Pray to the God that created us, that this will never happen, ever, not just my lifetime, 
But from now until Jesus Christ comes and saves this world, maybe billions of people will not die because of the ignorance of these people that think liberty must be controlled and forced in their mind onto you. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. This is the Gunny, the Patriot Cause. Share it far and wide. You can also go on Gitter and you can find Minuteman Bud, the Patriot Cause. Share, talk to me, and let's communicate together to get the word out across all of the quote non political leftist controlled media and continue this fight just like William Wallace did for his country he died for that fight and so will the rest of us this is the gunny out rolling downhill like snowball headed for hell thank you stand up for the flag and let's all ring the liberty bell let's make a ford and a ship would still last ten years like they should Cause the best of the free life is still yet to come The good times ain't over for good